you know, I've myself I have different opinions to that because we had two seasons which which I would say we cut in two. My wife might have something different. If you combine both of them, that would be twelve months plus five. That's seventeen months. Okay. So can you can you tell us how you met her? Wait, and okay. the event. Uh, Dazu, uh, say Dazu. Sorry, Dazu. Don't 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 say anything. Uh, this question is for me Sir? and my wife. Hello? Okay, Mrs. Queen, please can you help us answer? Okay, um, just like he said, very um, accurate. We had two seasons of our relationship. Uh, we courted, or we were courting the very first time we actually met, and then we broke. <laughs> And then things happened. Let me just say that season, that season kind of ended. I I actually, you know, um, we broke up, Sha, but I initiated the breakup, right? So afterwards, we came back together and we had like a year season of courtship. So I think it's over 12 months if you add it all together because we courted for a few months the first time we met and then we courted for about a year from when we met again so when we got married so yeah okay okay this is to mr victor now how did you meet how did you meet mrs victor and at what point did your relationship start that's the first season now okay um interestingly i met her at my house so i was going we were going through a very difficult time being that we just lost my mom and we we're preparing for my late mom's burial so i met okay. her because she came with my cousin who happened to be her friend at the time still is her friend okay okay so that was it Yes, you are looking, you're looking for. I met I met her one day as I was stepping out, and the Lord spoke to me. I went for burial. <laughs> Hello, as I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all right. It's all right. So this is to you, Mrs. Victor. Um, what were your past experiences like? Share with us your waiting, your struggles during the waiting season. You know, saying no to the wrong people. Even those that seemed like kids and you know trusting God with your love life, just tell us everything about it. Okay, I'm going to because like of course we've already established that we had two seasons of our relationship, right? Um, yes. So I'm going to first of all talk about the first season. Actually, my husband happened to be the first serious relationship I was in, so he was like my first, the first man that I kind of like. You know, I told God, ah, first, first person I date is the person I'll marry, that kind of thingy. So I met him in my final year in the university, and it was actually the, my first official relationship, right? So I wouldn't say I had one. I was, I was in school. I was busy with my academics. I wasn't really thinking, you know, in the light of, yeah, I had many friends. I was quite comfortable. I just cruise, you know. But then my final year, of course, you're leaving school, so I think I started thinking about man's. 
from Harusha. And then, of course, we met and everything was timely. So I did not really um, experience that waiting season during the um, first season of my meeting him. However, after we broke up, uh, because when we broke up, I thought, okay, that was it. Because when we started cutting the first time, I was convinced that this is the man I was going to marry. But it just happened that, as in, well, what I, it looked as if what I was seeing wasn't what I expected, more like uh -huh, as at that time. And me, I was seeing baby guest states. I don't want to stress my life. So I just say, I beg, I beg, I beg, no fish out. So I basically left, right? So it was from that um, first season to our second season. That's where I had <clears throat> the whole <clears throat> waiting because when I broke up with him, I had more understanding of um, God, the role that God has to play in my relationship. I actually jumped into another relationship uh, pretty early. Yeah, I didn't really get... Uh, peace and confirmation about that relationship but it was like a uh, what's this english word they use for this a rebound like i was trying to get over my husband who i'm not married to now so i jumped into another relationship and the only thing was telling me that mm -mm, that isn't it this is not what i want to do not basically said that i should step out of that one first and heal so that was the period that I experienced what it's actually called a waiting season because I was like, okay, God, am I waiting for this particular person to be a better person? That's the second person I had gone into the relationship with. Or am I waiting for somebody new entirely? I had a lot of guys coming my way, but the Holy Spirit was really not telling me that this was like, I would see the person say, mm -mm, it's not this one. So I'm like, is it this person? Is it this person? It was not really to the point where I just... I just surrendered completely and I'm like, see, I know your will is the best. So whatever it is that you give to me. <laughs> yeah, and I have that I had I had that relationship with God. So I, I trusted that God was going to give me the best. And it was in that season that I got clarity about my husband. Who I had initially. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. So let me ask you this. Let me know directly. Victor, so you wouldn't feel like we connived together. <laughs> okay, so you, Mrs. Victor, what non-negotiable qualities were you looking for? You know, in life partner, like things that you 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 wanted, like was non-negotiable for you. If it's not in that person, you just in look at the <laughs> Hello, can you hear me, ma? No, I did not hear you, Narcissi, please. You were saying something, I didn't hear you. Okay, sorry. I said, what non-negotiable qualities were you looking for in a life partner? Like, the qualities that if you weren't there, you wouldn't have just, you know, you wouldn't have looked at the person twice. What were those qualities? And and did did Mr. Victor meet all of them? See, I don't know how to. Um. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> of course, I knew there were certain things that were it for me. I knew my husband was going to be very good looking. I also had this, like, I, I have this, I had this conviction about myself that there's nobody I would get married to that will not be fine, that will not be wealthy, that will not be, like, I just know that anybody that I'm associated with, like, anybody that comes into my life, it was going to be really excellent. So for a very long time, actually, 
they I never ever give God criteria like oh tall dark and handsome or fair light skin I didn't do all that really I, I actually I never did it it was not really until a season of my life where God started uh, making me pay attention to my relationships and the desires of my heart most of the things that I wanted that were non-negotiables for me were more spiritual I was somebody who um spirituality like ability for you to i want to just see that you have a working relationship with god you're not just going to church and you know i wasn't mm -hmm. looking for a pastor per se as in i wanted someone who had a working i believe that i was um called into the marketplace ministry so i did not exactly have to be on the pulpit so i did not mind having a partner who was also you know into the marketplace ministry as well so that was something that was a lot for me you know i wanted a man that I could trust his spiritual leadership. I think that was my number one uh, criteria. Uh, the second mm -hmm. criteria too is, is similar to the first and it's not exactly tangible. I also wanted a man that could match up with the kind of, the way I used to reason mentally, like my mental strength. Because many times when I interacted with people, I just got to find out that I'm saying this thing. Yeah, you can see a guy that is nice, you know, but in not say they're already doting on you. If you say yes, they say yes. If you say no, they say no. Me, I didn't want that. I really wanted somebody that had a mind of his own that could lead me. And of course, that would come because I can trust that your thought patterns are solid. So these were my two non-negotiables. I actually was never given to, oh, it has to be tall, it has to be. It was uh, not until, like I said, a season in my life where <laughs> I was always telling God about this spiritual, 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 and I never gave any physical quality. <laughs> Until one day the Holy Spirit now told me that, what if I tell you that this man is your husband? Yeah, I have that kind of relationship with God, right? And this person in question was like, he was a pastor. He had this, so this, you see this uh, spiritual quality, I spoken about like this pastor. Obviously, you know that this person has it and all of that, but he was short and he wasn't fine. I was like, no. <laughs> so he now said, okay, so that means physical attributes matter to you. So what do you want? I think that was the first time I ever responded and I said, I want a man that is fine and I want him to be tall. And I used one of my bosses in the office to describe the height. And actually, currently, both of them actually are very similar in height. So that's the only time that I ever shared a physical criteria about the man I wanted to marry to God. And yeah, so that's it. So, but my non-negotiables were not very tangible things. They were, like I said, those two things I listed. I think my husband has a different side to you. He might say, yeah, I think he has always, so let, let him answer that, yeah. Yeah, sure. He's the next person. Please, sir, can you no, answer? Not the one person. Person. Looking for? No, no, no. How can you ask a question and then push pressure to me and you agree with her? Yeah. <laughs> I was eventually going to push okay. it to you, sir. <laughs> so you ask the question, please. <clears throat> Just in case I need okay. something. Okay. The question is, what non-negotiable qualities were you looking for and did your partner meet all of them? Okay, non-negotiable. Uh, okay, non-negotiable. Yeah. Okay, non-negotiable for me. <clears throat> yeah, she has to be, she had to be, she had to be God-fearing and by God's grace, she gave me a God-fearing wife. That was one. Okay. And secondly, okay. Okay. she had okay. to be beautiful. See, oh, okay. I keep telling people that um, 
I I have my relationship with God. I'm a spiritual man, but I I still live in the world. So of course, flesh. She has to be pleasing to the eye. Yeah. You understand? Like when you look at her from a distance, just that she's in respect. You know something. Yeah, is that. And then um, <clears throat> she had to be intellectually. Uh, what is the word now? She has to be intellectually smart. Like she had to be good because, like she said, I don't know how it happened for her, but it's like both of us had the same in that regard because. I talk with people, and most times I have to explain myself. Mm. And I, I don't like to talk too much. I just like to say it once, and you get it, and we are good, and you know, we roll. If I have to explain myself all the time, yeah, I get yeah. frustrated, and then I'm like, okay, let me just go home and sleep. Thank you very much. But when I met her, she was like, my wife can't talk. Well. But every word that she says <laughs> is making sense. You understand? Like, Every word she says is making yes. sense. Like there's no word that she will say that you'll be like, ah, what is this on your saying? You know? But I mean, yeah, there was that. And then yeah. she had to be teachable. She had to be teachable. My wife is a very okay. strong willed person, as you would maybe you might have known. She's very strong willed. But in all that, she still is teachable. And that was one for me. Like I didn't want to be with someone that you don't want to learn because I myself am also teachable. I want to learn. Mm. And <laughs> okay, yes, let's not let's not enter the canal aspect. Let's 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 let me stop here. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually we need to come to the canal aspect. <laughs> so okay. that's that so, that you... that your turn soon. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. So did you have um this is to Mr. Victor? Did you have preferences that you had to forego? Like you had to just forget about it because it was like something that wasn't a do or die affair, like a negotiable now. Okay, are you asking me if I had traits I had to overlook? Yes, yes. I'm trying to paraphrase the question, Sean, so I'm understanding what you asked. Yeah, yes, sir. It's the same thing. Okay. Um, yes, there were that, that I had to overlook. You say, yeah, of course, there were. There were. Okay. Do you mind sharing it was one of them? Okay. Now, you see, my wife, maybe it's because of the industry she's in, she, she's a very spontaneous person. My wife can wake up this morning mm. and tell you that, babe, I'm going to. Zamfara. <laughs> and then you ask her like, hey, this Zamfara you are going to, when did you decide to go? She said, ah, no, I just woke up this morning, you know, and I'm going to Zamfara. <laughs> it's fine, no, you're going to Zamfara. How much will it take you to Zamfara? Okay, I have not thought of that, I'll just go. Okay, where are you going to stay? You know, I'll just go first. Ah, she's very spontaneous like that, and I'm not like that at all. Like, I have to see the end from the beginning. I don't know if she <laughs> yes. So yeah, she's very spontaneous like that, and of course, like I think now, I'm meeting her. She's meeting me. Because, yeah. I mean, me before something. I don't know. I can't see what I couldn't have thought of them last year. 
I think that's what I think we're lucky. But okay. I think Europe, you know, we are kind of achieving a balance. So basically, what I'm trying to say, maybe another example, is that even though those things were there, it's not like a deal breaker for me. It never was a deal breaker. Because I felt like yeah. Okay, yeah. it's something that it's not in it's not something I cannot deal with. And let me say this now before we continue. There are deal breakers. There are deal breakers in these things. You know, there is something, this thing that I said now that was not a deal breaker for me it could be a deal breaker for some other guy. So there yes. are deal breakers yes. and you don't compromise a deal breaker. If not, you would have a problem. So that's why I'm asking these questions. You need to know what these things are for you. Yes. Yes. That's right. Okay. Over to you, uh, Mrs. Sisan. So did you have any deal breaker? Me, yeah, I'm just yes, my ending. Uh <laughs> you about has put deal breaker in your mouth. Is that the are you sure that's the question you want to ask? Did you ask whether did I have any deal breakers or did I have non-negotiables that or negotiables rather that i probably like for go or for, is it for when so that was the english word like i want I'm, to get I'm your to put... okay did you have any deal breaker and did you have preferences that i had to forgo like because it wasn't really really necessary like that yeah sure i had deal breakers i did not have to forgo any deal breaker okay uh, there was there was a big one for me. There was this one that was that I thought was a non-negotiable. But the Holy Spirit literally had to like make me understand better. And of my church, I used to really like desire to marry a man from my church. I had never imagined in my life what it would look like to have to <laughs> to have to worship in a place that was not like where I used to worship as a single lady and all of that. But you know. Yeah, the Holy Spirit made me understand that. See, my dear daughter, it's not you don't like the church more than I do. It's my church. The church is my, like the body of Christ is my. Do you get? So yeah, that was that was that was that was yes. one major one for me. Yeah, that was one major one for me. Okay. And I thank God. Yes. I'm, I'm very sure this. Sorry. I'm Hello, done. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I said I'm done. That's it. That's it. That that was like the that was the game game for me. That I know that I was like okay, because yeah, I was pretty I was pretty passionate like that. Like ah, to my mouse band. If I if I don't see me my church, where will I see him? Please, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. I'm so glad that um actually said this. I'm very sure I just answered you know a question on someone's heart because. When it comes to choosing a life partner, the issue of church is, you know, one thing that people consider a lot. And actually, some people feel like if we don't go to the same church, and then maybe he's not the one, or we have to just be, you know, he has to just come from my church. Thank you so much for answering that. So next question, what was your conviction about each other? Okay, Mrs. Queen. Let's start with you now. What was your conviction about Mr. Victor? Did you have any spectacular event? Did God did you hear God say, Mr. Queen, this is your husband? You know, <laughs> just share okay. with us. 
<laughs> I actually I actually think I had a spectacular um event, but yeah, it's not it's not it's not the rule anyway. And I thank God that my husband's perspective might somewhat differ. But I'm going to start with convictions for the first season and the second season. The very first time I said yes to my husband, I said cutting him. I had conviction that he was the one I was going to marry, right? But at the point, I started looking at my physical circumstances over what God had said, and I totally did. I didn't even remember what God said against him because I was not beholding him like in a mirror. So it wasn't very long. And I also believed that all things were working together for our good share. It wasn't very long before uh, we split. So there was that part. Then the second time, I had to get in my relationship with God outside any relationship, like any um, man, woman, I wasn't in any relationship. I had to get to a point where I had surrendered my will because I'm pretty emotional. Like I can be, you know, head, head not, I say how I can be continuous. That's I'm fire that I say I want to go to now. You know, I don't know what it is that might be influencing it, but I can be pretty emotional like that. Like, you know, so I, I already told the Holy Spirit to help me to surrender my emotions to him. So I don't make a choice of a life partner out of emotions. You know, the things that used to get me yeah. before were those, you know, carry my bag, open door for me, wake, send me text message in the morning, send me text message at night. As the first time I caught my husband, hmm. let's leave that story. Okay. <laughs> so, so when when I had gotten to that point of surrender, I was actually seeing a movie, right? I was seeing a movie, a random movie. I watched the movie again after we were married, just to show him that this was the movie I was watching when the Holy Spirit told me that it was you, right? God had been um, yeah. putting pointers at me, but because of, see, when I caught him in the first time we broke up, I, there's a place I put him on, like, I don't even reason the matter. I threw a key for inside bush. No jokes. Like, it was really that serious. <laughs> I did not think that we were going to get back together. Like, even um, because during the period of my life, before I got clarity about him, my pastor, people had been giving me revelation about marriage. You get. And there was a time my pastor said, the person you're going to marry is already in your circle. He's your friend, but he's the last person you are thinking. And, and really, I didn't even think about my husband. Like, I had really felt like, see, the way we did not work, I beg, I beg, I beg, because I really cared about him so much. The relationship did not give me the expectations I had of it. So I just don't sit kind of because, like I said, emotions and all of that. So when I had gotten to that point, God had really, God had, let me use the word, God had dealt with me. Because just before I gained clarity, there was this particular guy that came to me so strongly and so fiercely. And I stood my ground and I said, no, because I know that you are not it. I knew. So I didn't, I told God, I said, see, if it's not it, I'm not saying yes. So it just felt like that was my Red Sea moment where I was telling God that I think I'm now ready for your will. You know, because I trusted that the will of God is not that God imposed anybody on me. Uh, I 100%, I've not even loved anybody like I, I've loved my husband, right? But I was just blinded by lots of things. So I was so, seeing that movie mm -hmm. when the Holy Spirit said to me, I was seeing the movie and one of the, the character in the movie had married a guy out of emotions, right? The man was not her destiny partner. So at one mm -hmm. point, the man was making a decision in her life and he wasn't even seeing, there was no vision. The guy no vision, like he was just being emotional, like, I want to go with you, I'll follow you. And then I was so pained in my spirit, like, I couldn't explain the anger. It was just, and by the way, God speaks to me through movies many times like that, right? So, I'm like, I was so pained. I'm like, what's wrong with this man? Leave this woman, I'll have to fulfill that big kind of rubbish. I was just mad. And I said, I just said, yeah, like, this man is not this woman's purpose partner. Just came to marry because of emotions. 
And as I just said it, I just heard it's like you know when you say something and you hear echo, it will come back. <laughs> so I just heard clearly, Muchacho is your husband. That was how I heard it actually. When I first heard it, I was like, hey, you devil, I threw tantrums. I'm never going to like I'm like, no, not this guy. <laughs> yeah, but so that that's really but I know me, I know, I know where my father speaks to me, right? So that's actually how it is so basically what god did with that conviction was to clear my eye because i just did blind i just did vex remove vex every time we just talk with that because yes i really cared for him i really loved him but i didn't even want to consider it i didn't want to think about it because like i said i was looking for would you open the door for me are you going to throw rose flowers while i walk and this man i'm like are you okay i, I remember one time he told me then when we caught the first time so i would have carried this your bag but go adjust the vex like you know some people that will just pick the bag and say babe you know well he's very different now yeah. you see <laughs> yeah so that's that's just that's, 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 <laughs> okay it's all right thank you very much for sharing okay mr victor please over to you how were you convinced about mrs season Hello, Mr. Victor, are you there? I, yes, I am. I am now. Sorry, I okay. had some challenges earlier. I had to run okay. Rather, I was just okay. 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 So, will I repeat uh, the question? How? Uh, uh, sorry. Yes, please. Okay. I said, uh, uh, how were you convinced about your partner, about Mrs. Sisan? Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I believe she must have told uh, the story of her own convictions, right? Did she, yes, yes. Yeah. She broke my heart that time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that so, because yeah. she wasn't opening doors for her and holding her hand back. <laughs> my sister, love is smoking. And do you know that all this why I know nothing about the pain I'm on? She goes, see me, she goes, my <laughs> Hey, honey, darling. Boy, the penis are not carrying back. Can you imagine? For years. I only knew this thing last year. Just like um this thing she told you guys now. I knew it uh, a couple of months or, or no, not a couple of months, like some months before we got married. Like because I wanted to know what happened. Okay, uh, let me not go into stories. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> I knew from the first time I met her actually. <clears throat> so People have asked me, maybe you know she's a wife and all that and all that. I was in my room. Yeah. Let me just give a brief um, history of how to play that. <clears throat> I was in my room and I heard my cousin's voice and she was walking towards my room. Incidentally, she had someone with her. The moment I laid eyes on my wife, I just knew that she was the one. I would not say wow. that God told oh. me, my son, it is your wife. Arise and be okay. old, you know. Okay, now I just had like this deep seated conviction that she was my wife. And normally, like I keep saying, that I had in my head uh, a speck, mm -hmm. you know, she had to be God fearing, like I said. But God fearing for me, yeah. because of my Bible, is you cover your hair, cover your ear joint. You don't paint your nails. Wow. Okay. Each other's like wow. when you're walking, 
working circumspectly, or you know, everything is spiritual. Like if I look at you, I'll just see this is a daughter of the most high. Work with her. That was <laughs> in my head. But when I saw my wife, she was work. That opposite. Wow. She was painted her nails blue of all colors. Blue. How? Sorry, I hope I'm not offending any of the ladies here. Like, but then that I like I said in my head then. <clears throat> then she was putting on trousers and I'm like, she was all the antithesis of everything that I believed like in my head was like the God fearing sister, you know, in quotes. Yeah. But then I and normally ordinary me, I would greet that kind of um if I see her like that, not like I would turn her into a devil, but I would just be like keeping my distance, be like, okay. This is not for me. Yeah. But no, with her, it couldn't work. I was grieving my mom, like I said, but I still knew deep down that even though I'm grieving my mom, if I let this sister walk away without shooting my shots, mm-hmm. you had. <laughs> so, so you were crying and opening your eyes at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, because even now, like, I can't even, like, no mommy, yeah, no. I'm a very, very careful person, but then I just knew that this is one girl that I know I can't let go. So it's like, okay, I've lost my yeah. mom and God is me a replacement, so to speak. So I went up to her, oh. and then I told her that oh, I just said I'm attracted to you. And then she said, hmm. <laughs> Your ear, your ear story. <laughs> anyway, that's all you're here. <laughs> And then she said, okay. I'm attracted to okay. you too. Even though she had someone, she said she had someone that she actually liked, you know. That's what she told me that day. Like, she didn't even mean, she told me straight up that even though I'm attracted to you, mm-hmm. you're still the one that I'm looking at, you know, that I want to have something. Not that they even had anything per se, but she was like, don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. There's someone else. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't even care. And you know, from that time till. We got married i've like i've not cared about some of these things that she she just woke up one morning and sent me a text message that wanting 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 that i'm not the one for her that was it <laughs> i don't want to okay. believe but another thing that i had going for me was that because of this conviction i had i told her that mm. i would get married until she's married because that's the only way that, that conviction for me would go away. There was no other way. It's not like she's seen someone and then the conviction goes away, no. Mine was that you marry. When I should mm-hmm. say you don't marry, I've been not saying when this conviction, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was not for me and all that. So yeah, like I had that going on till wow. she got her confirmation. And today here we are. To the glory of God. Okay. And God fought my battles as the side wow. God fought my battles. He saw those guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys. Holy... The way he fought my battles. We would just well, if she has time, if we have time in this session, we don't need to go into story. But there was one. Oh my God, I am so happy. God used the wisdom, or how did how did I put it, to confound the foolish of the world, to confound the wise. My wife that liked like what yeah. own. The guy now went to go and do cake for her, <laughs> not knowing that my God I serve is going to turn that cake to stone. And that was it though. Because she's not like as because she's not like that cake, she just canceled the guy. Straight up. Wow. 
God really indeed fought for you. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Saeed. I am, I am here. Okay. Okay, wow. I, I'm sure I'm not the only person enjoying this session right now. Like, And I actually learned from what she just said that we shouldn't, you know, box God. From what she said and what she said, we shouldn't just box God in in a certain way, like in a certain kind of expectation, like the way she was expecting you to be all, you know, carrying her bag and all, and your own definition of God fearing, like we should just allow him to be God and just lead us the way he wants to, because what we are looking at might not really be it, and what we are neglecting could actually be it, like, Absolutely. And you've actually answered answered the uh, next. Okay, I was going Hello, to say sir. yes, <clears throat> but then it doesn't negate the fact. Let us balance okay. this. So some of us don't go home thinking that what you have in your mind is not the correct thing. Sometimes what you have in your mind is actually yes, what is yes. You understand? But the important thing here is that you have to be yes. open to yes. the leading of God in your spirit. That's the important yes. thing here. Exactly. Yes. All right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, you actually answered the next question too, like how your conviction um, helped you because she talked about, <laughs> you know, like just zoning you out. So I was eventually going to ask how your conviction kept you going and, you know, still coming back. And But you've answered oh, that already. So um, let's just... Right. Thank you very much for asking the question. So I will take you, let me just take you in the Sir? next one. I said I will take you in the next one minute through how that worked for me. So <clears throat> my wife came you... with so many many weapons. She came with so many weapons. She took, took we took a test. Uh, what test was that? Um, a uh, is this test now? Personality, personality test. test. Took personality test. She, no, we didn't take. Okay. She, she took sent me to take. I didn't know it was a trap. I took the test and sent her the results. <laughs> that you know that. The uh, ILTG and IENFG are be what that they can never work, that it has never been recorded in the history of humanity. Uh -huh. I'm not joking. She came much as in she Wonderful. was against. I don't. I don't know why because I do not carry bag. I don't get it. I go just. I came the first year. Second year, I came even the year wow. that she got how she even knew what she had gotten was actually from God was that I'm looking at myself now and I, I need to start having children I need to go on my life and I want to marry and this girl I said waiting for to marry but I never see marry so oh yeah now let me mm -hmm. ask you will you marry me or oh, okay I just I just called after I said let's get married though you get I say babe let's marry she was not my girl I say babe you know that kind of thing let's get married and then she was she was still telling me story. She had gotten conviction. She did tell me story. Why are why are girls like this come? Anyway, he's just talking. <laughs> because of that conviction I had, the point is okay. I kept back and calling back and calling back in all occasions. Like I kept calling back. Like what was going on? Each time I call her, she's always strongly opposed to it. Like I, you know that if God has told me it's not going to no, okay, not God, but she was like, it's not going to work. That I know strongly it's not going to work, and I'm like. But to me, I know, I know, 
you get so yeah yes. <laughs> i'm one person that is is an advocate of convictions so i'm glad that you know this is confirming the fact that having convictions you know is very very important in a love work because i believe it keeps you grounded so um, i'm going to direct this question to mrs queen were you at any point disappointed with who god gave you a, as a life partner uh -uh. you know like, in my story the very moment like immediately i heard that muchacho is your husband i'm like what's going on here like god see god delivered me i i see I, i'm a very like silly girl normally like normally if you take god away from my life i'm no i know to get sense like that when god had told me <laughs> okay. that this was it i was like as, because of the the picture i had of him in my mind do you get so i just felt like oh am i going to start dealing with this now as in he wasn't chivalrous i just felt like he wasn't the sensitive wasn't sensitive wasn't the emotionally um sensitive person you know now was like my husband if my husband hmm, you might not to give, if you throw a word for you, you would think about it. You can think about it for another. You won't even know. Like, and these things, he does it effortlessly. It's not that he's intentionally saying it to pay you. He will just, as in, as he's just talking. I'm releasing, I'm releasing. I'm me. If I'm talking to you, I want to like season my words with grace. I want to say small, small. For example, if I want to say, ah, you're looking, you're looking dirty. I will not say, I'll say something like, don't you think you should probably take care of yourself? You could, you know, you could wash. So, must well look at you and be like, didn't you look at yourself before you came out of it? You know, those kinds of things. It was just, <laughs> I don't even know. It was just a lot, see. So yes, 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 yes. But along the line, you know, God kept on telling me something that he's a good man. He's a good man. And it's not as if I did not see his, the goodness, um, the good side of him while we courted. So it wouldn't be like, okay, I just, it's just that I blew, uh, I made a mountain out of a molehill. So he's... Mm. Like all them inadequacies in those times, which were my idea of caring and perfect and nice, you know. So I kind of blew that mm. one out of proportion because as at that time, I remember then when we were cutting the first time, my husband had me as his DP. My husband had me profile picture everywhere I did. Me, my man, I'm like, you still not oh, too wow. serious like that now. Why are you the? I was really nonchalant. Like my carefree <laughs> extent is like, you know. So yes, I actually was somewhat uh, disappointed, but I wasn't surprised. You know, my 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 challenge in my heart of hearts, eh? I was happy. Like I don't know how to explain. Like I told you, the first time I caught him, I knew we we're going to marry. It's just that I was like, I felt like I'm A or he's Z and or he's A and I'm Z. Like you know, so I'm like, how do you bring two completely opposite? You see the way we are talking now. Even this talk, my husband is talking. Just know that the Lord has done great and mighty things. You know that he doesn't talk, but like talking in public, <laughs> that was not my husband. Like you get, so it was really just. It didn't make sense to me physically, and that was even one of the reasons why I left in the first place, right? So it didn't make sense to me physically. But when the Holy Spirit spoke to me about it, mm -hmm. and then I surrendered, like I said, that's when I realized that more. Yeah. This man is a bag of awesomeness. So I just was just in that. Some, see, right. when I told me, say, she, that time you were, you were doing good. Yeah, why, why, why? I was laughing because one day I just said, God, thank you. Because only God know the kind, as I would have just used foolishness to miss this kind of goodness. I don't know if you get. 
And sometimes only spiritual look at me. I just I, I know mm. it's shaking like oh as well. So yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> okay. So so is it is it safe to say that you might not really like the person that God wants you to be with at first, like because you're okay. Let me let me let me let me let me call, let me say something in that line. I don't know how you would describe not liking me. I like Timo. I was just I had a lot of you know you know when you're lying to yourself, right? In my heart of hearts, like mm. it's not it's not a physical stuff. If I leave my physical self, I I have not uh, there's nobody or I'm not, I miss all the men that I met or people who tried to cut me or who there's actually nobody that I have liked like I love my husband. That's the truth and like I love him, right? It's just that because mm. of the perception I had of him, I wasn't seeing him okay. how God was seeing him. Do you get? So I had an mm. ideology of him that was wrong. So I was viewing him from that ideology. So that was what I did not like about him. And I exalted that part. So it's not like, you know, there are some people who say you're getting married to somebody you don't love because God said you should marry the person. He said, me, I love my husband way, way. It's just that he used to annoy me. I don't know if you, I've never met that kind of friend. You know you care about this person. My person is annoying. Do you get, that was it for me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that I did not yeah. like him. I just felt like it was annoying. And I did mm-hmm. not like how it got to me. Me that I can, I have my life to, together if you come and speak to your husband like this you just it will have sense sometimes it's, it's, it's just it's annoying i don't even have to explain this annoying part so basically it was more about him being annoying and not that and he, he's been annoying himself it's coming from you know my perspective of him right so it wasn't that i did not like him so it wasn't yeah. that maybe i was getting married to somebody that goes to my wedding i'm thinking god how is this marriage going to be no that wasn't it i loved him entirely in fact by the time i had said okay god i'm i'm into this and i'm going to do this and everything when he called me again and said that babe, let's get mm. married, and then that confirmed it again for me that I wasn't just hearing myself and stuff. I've spoken to my pastor, I've spoken to my mom about it. Then he now called again. Do you know all yeah. the while we broke up? I didn't even give him details that this is why I left you. I just told him that we are C O O slash T W O different. So I don't think you go our separate ways. I use WhatsApp message to send it to him. God forgive me. And oh ask him for forgiveness too. <laughs> So yes, basically, that was what I did. <laughs> Thank you. So that was what I did, right? So I didn't really give him details, like what he was saying about me not telling him that this was what was hurting and stuff. And then you see that mentality that he had when he says, okay, he was thinking that God-fearing was your time, your hair is setting way, you're doing this a certain way. I kind of, mm-hmm. at that point in time, until God, because separation helped God to work on both of us, at that point in time, he was projecting those things on me. And I was really scared because I grew up in a, in, in a home whereby I, I felt like I didn't, I, I wasn't really allowed expression. So I didn't want to be with somebody that would be stifling me. Like I didn't want to, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But so that's, that's basically it. I loved him. I loved him entirely. It's just that I didn't know how to deal with his personality. And I felt he would not know how to deal with me. That's why I gave him that personality mm-hmm. test. I was just saying that was... I bet we not feel work. Just leave me. <laughs> yeah, that that was it. <laughs> Give an excuse. <laughs> okay, it's all right. So I, I'd want to ask another question to uh, you, Mrs. Queen. Um, by love, do you mean like like all those mushy feelings and all? 
Like, did you have them immediately, or it was it with time they grew or no? The first time that we courted, actually, I had mushy feelings for my husband. Yeah, you know, I have heard, listened to Pastor Kingsley say, you don't always marry who you love. You love who you marry. <clears throat> and while I think I understand that thought pattern, but I think God really blessed me. I married somebody that I loved. And even while I married him, I still loved him in marriage. So yes, when I'm like, when we met, because he's the direct opposite of me, right? So the things that I struggle with are his strengths. So I am fascinated by them. So mm-hmm. that, that naturally gave that mushing feeling. Like, me that I want to talk, 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 talk. My husband will just be there listening, listening, listening. You see, he will record like his brain is recording everything. And we talk, 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 talk. By the time you finish, let him say something. You can talk like three sentences or two, safe. And we put full stop. So it was really fascinating. But along the line, that same thing that was fascinating still, you know, there were now the problems, you know, in the long run. So yeah, I did have motion feelings. I did. I really did. I used to write him later. Now. Ah, me. Oh. I do, I do, I do stores. Invite love later. Okay, you're thinking about the first season. What of the second season? Well, the second season came with the love came with more knowledge. It wasn't just the mushy mushy uh that I experienced because of course it was the, it's the expectation and the intensity with which I entered that first one that made me run away. Because when I wasn't seeing the thing yeah. adding up, I ran right. But the second season there was knowledge, so I already knew what I was getting into, and you know, before mm-hmm. if he does something. Like, for example, imagine him telling me that he didn't even know that my challenge was this maybe carrying bag and all of that. That day that he spoke about, I would have had to carry this your bag. It would have been simple for me to just open my mouth and say, babe, do you know that you hurt me with those words? And see, 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 at least you can do this, you can do which is what we do now that from courtship down to marriage. Something not, you're not okay with something you talk. It's not me to talk, I will suck. If I say, if I don't even just suck, I carry the matter and go and judge it to somebody. Is that person that will not tell me that no, no, he didn't, you know? I've just been childish, basically. That's just the truth, you know, to a reasonable extent. And he called the person's name. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all right. Okay, Mr. Victor, um, please. The next question is for you to answer first. Have there been misunderstandings? And if yes, how have you been handling them? Like, from the courtship period to the marriage, I know. Yes, yes, of course, there have been misunderstandings. Uh, <clears throat> we've had our fair share of misunderstandings, actually. And okay. God is helping, like she said, she said earlier that when we have these misunderstandings, we talk about it. Even though I am not um, one that's quick to talk, because I like to gather my thoughts together before I see anything. And you see that within that time, yeah, I'm gathering my thoughts. Some things might have festered. But thank God for my wife, because she's yeah. someone that uh, I see the heart, she the savvy, straight up. So, <laughs> talk about it and that will resolve. But most importantly is, in, the, in these discussions we're having, we respect each other's person. <clears throat> so, what that means mm-hmm. is simple. You try to see from my perspective, even though sometimes you might not see it, but at least that trying to, it goes a long way. And it helps the other person to know that, okay, this person is really trying to see this thing I'm saying, but they are not, still not seeing it, still not seeing it, rather. So it helps because... <clears throat> 
I'm, I'm not the one who's guilty of this. Like, I have my set patterns. Like, for me, this is it. Even though most times I'm correct, sure. <laughs> okay. Most times I'm right. I have to make her see. I have to make her see it also. Because sometimes I'm saying A, and my wife is vehemently arguing D. Like she's so much believing, and she babe, you don't know that this is emotional. I'm like, no, let's do logical. Eh? I can't be telling <laughs> you that it's happening, and you are telling me that no, that what you are hearing. So it was, but you see, I've come okay. to learn that I mean, wife is an emotional person, so when you're saying something, she interprets it emotionally, while I interpret things logically. Like if my wife tells me yeah. now that. Babe, you are stupid, <laughs> you are stupid. I look at Peter Masjoko, and you is stupid. Do you understand? But she has yes, that, yes. you know, to you know, have this um liberality with words. For me, words are like, Yeah, you are saying them to me, I'm interpreting it straight up, and I'm reacting immediately to what you're saying. I don't give any, I don't give yeah. room for emotion, like, I'm very logical. So when we have such discussions or such arguments, I'm not seeing it. She's not seeing it. Sometimes we take time out too. Sometimes we take time okay. out. Like, okay, not seeing this. I'm not seeing it. Fine. We go and sleep. But in the sleeping car, we are still holding each other. We need to sleep back each other. Up. So that you not go and say that when you are taking time out now, Mr. Victor says you should go and take time out. Then you go and sleep in Jericho. You go and sleep in Jamaica. No. Tomorrow morning. Thank <laughs> you. We'll bring it up again. We will shout and shout and shout. Yeah. Okay, I'm the one. She doesn't shout. I shout. She doesn't shout. But the shouting doesn't mean that mm -hmm. uh, you know. Uh, but eventually, by God's yeah. help, by God's help, we still find the middle ground. And well, one mm -hmm. thing is that <clears throat> when you love someone, the person can annoy you. The best thing you can do it to say, but even at the event, there's still that small voice talking at your heart. Hey, what is still love this person? You know? And you mind, you like yeah. me, I play with it, but like I'm angry with her. But in my head, I'm like, even though you are misbehaving, I still love you, sir. You will do finish and come back, you know, all those kind of things. So that helps, like, you know, you just know, like I tell her that that's the anchor to the ship. Like, the anchor is that love that we have for each other because despite how the waves are tossing, a ship at anchor doesn't go far. You know, you go, 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 you come back. So that anchor mm -hmm. is that love. Once that anchor is there, once you always fall back to it, like, this has happened, but even as it happened, as it vexed, I still love her. That's the basis for me. And I think the same is for her, too. Okay. Helps. So that's how we are able to navigate these stormy waters when they come. Wow. I think you've answered for the both of you already. Right, Mrs. Queen? Yes, oh, you has. have anything to add. He has, he has, he has actually answered. Okay. okay, okay. So let me ask you now, Mrs. Queen. So Mr. Vita doesn't feel attacked. <laughs> have you have you at any point, you know, felt like you were with the wrong person? Probably maybe at that point where he annoyed you or something like never. Have never, you at any point? Never. never. No. Okay. Never. Yeah. 
so your convictions kept you strong yeah, and you know i know like it, it highest if, if there's a level maybe i'm speaking to him and he's not getting it or there's something he's doing and i don't understand it i just go back to god and i'm like okay god see you see 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 see, see. and all the time i always get clarity you see that god is using something to speak to me or he's saying oh he, even even my husband himself will come back and you know mm-hmm. start relating to me in a way i would understand what he was trying to communicate okay so mrs queen how has how has been with mr victor helped you in purpose fulfillment you know um i i feel like before not feel before i before i got married there has been a lot of loopholes in in this ministry and the things that god has called me to do one of which is my i don't plan i'm pretty emotional you know i don't there's so many things to me i'm quite i can be very nonchalant i don't take things to heart it has its good side too but there was no balance right so living with my Mm. husband has there's even an image that there's a way my husband sees me like there's a way he carries me there's a way he treats me that gives me it's not as if i don't have i I did not have um, self-confidence prior but it's um it's just different i don't know how to explain first of all it's like it affects even the mental picture that i have of myself because you know there's a way god loves you naturally that you'll be like who am i safe to even deserve this love i don't know if you get it so when i see the sacrifices he makes when i see the kind of decisions that he makes and how he makes the decision i'm like you're on a long time you know, like how would i where would i get here you know so it, it gives me something to look up to so it keeps me at that place where I want to push to be better. I want to push to be better. And of course, purpose fulfillment um, is a place that I started navigating after I got married. Because you see, the person I was before I got married, the way I used to live my life, the things I used to focus on, I got to find out that after I got married, this is why I always encourage that the best thing that can happen to any single lady is actually to find god if you don't find god when you get married you'll be lost and i'm saying it with capital letters l-o-s-t completely lost you know um giving birth is yeah. purple being beside your husband is purpose having to make sure that your home is peaceful is purpose but there is there are deeper things that are nitty-gritties like they are they are subtle and if you are not if you don't have a working relationship with god you can actually miss them Right. So what I'm going to say about um, purpose fulfillment in summary is I see God in my husband. My husband loves me under God. Right. So Mm. it is God that gives me the path and tells me, okay, this is the place to turn next. This is what to do next. This is what to do next. If he is not loving me right, I would not be able to do these things. One of which is to create an atmosphere that is enabling for me to even love this, my father, this, my God, this, my maker, and be able to even do what he says to me to do. Because it's God that is speaking to me. My husband doesn't replace God. So if there is no relationship with God before you get married, your husband would, I don't know how to put it, he would replace God, but not even in a good way. Because there's a way you can say, oh, he's your Lord. You see God in him, and there's a good organization, the way the system is arranged. There's also some a way you would transform, and that man will become your God. You will literally be, begin to worship him, and you would not know. And this worshiping is not the type that Sarah did with Abraham. It's the type that is now idolatry. 
whereby you are stepping back, you know, purpose. what God says to you is not taking back seats. God can never speak to you as the wife to even speak to your husband because you are clouded. There is, you know, so basically it's the ability for this man to love me, how God loves me. And, you know, in his capacity that has really helped me with purpose. So purpose is something that is going to be a lifelong journey. It's something that is going to exist from now till I die. But because my eyes are seen right and he's not being, you know, he's not being that husband that is being sentimental or being emotionally led and all of that. I can know that when God is saying this thing to me, I'm telling my baby, okay, this is what God is saying to me. And by the grace of God, we are taking actions, we are making decisions and we can see that we are moving in line, you know, with what God has. So it's very important as a woman. If you, are not, if you don't have a good relationship with God now, the tendency of getting lost in your marriage is so, and the way you will lose, you will lose there. You'll be looking for yourself. You won't understand what happened, you know, and, and that's not the mm. will of God for us. That's not the, they said one will chase a thousand, two will chase 10,000. Not that this two will now become, you know, a, 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 you just be at home and, you know, it's a lot. This is actually a deep question. I don't know how to express but I pray that the Holy Spirit would you know, bring better understanding and all of that. Okay. So, so I, I think, thank you very much. I think you've answered the question that, um, <clears throat> mean that you have to be like in the same line of of purpose like okay probably a singer must marry a singer for uh, them to fulfill purpose right no 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 a singer must not marry a singer for them to fulfill purpose see purpose fulfillment is not i think first of all we have to even understand what purpose fulfillment is i would like to tell you in simple terms that fulfilling purpose is living life in accordance to the will of god that's it full stop Fulfilling purpose is not understanding that my purpose in life is that I'm supposed to be a cook. I'm supposed to be a baker. Because God can wake you up tomorrow and tell you, Abraham, leave your father and mother. Let me show you now that I've called you to. So they're going to say, my purpose was to be with my father. Now God is saying, God, are you confused? I don't, that's not my purpose, please. This is, no, we have to Mm. understand first of all, right? That purpose is first of all, obedience to God. Uh, My husband is a tech person and I am a media personality. To the glory of God, it's it's like a fit. It's like a pen and a cover, a table and a chair. We can work together and it is beautiful. Somebody else can be a lawyer mm-hmm. and the person's... Uh, uh, I mean, look at someone like Dora Kunili. I don't think I ever heard about her husband as much as I heard about her. Or look at Joyce Mayer. Imagine somebody saying that, okay, because of the way Joyce Mayer is, her husband should be... But if you look at like Joyce Mayer's books or you read through her tales you would understand that God gave her somebody that complements the ministry that he has given to her and the ministry that he has given to the husband. Lisa Bever and John Bever is another couple that you get to see this thing um, happen with. So what I'm just going to say is that don't look at purpose fulfillment from a can- I, In fact, when you're doing singer, doctor, that is canal. Seriously, it is canal. But you just be saying, okay, I'm a singer and she's yeah. in the ministry too. Wow, like, you know, that and she, she's a, she, 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 she plays the guitar. She's going to serve well. It's, your wife might be somebody that's supposed to be in children's church. That's the truth. Your wife might mm. be somebody that's in that children's church where God has called her to be. You should be able to allow her grow in that place. So like I said, marrying somebody and being purposeful or compatible purposefully and all of that, it's about marrying somebody that can allow you be who God has called you to be. And it's both ways. The woman has to allow the man 
The man has to allow the woman. Okay. The woman has to bring out of the man everything that the Lord has deposited on his inside and trust that in that fanning to flames, because that's what's like a woman, or another place that you say she is actually. There are other things that the man will see in himself mm. that he never saw before, and vice versa. It might not necessarily be singer, what? doctor, lawyer, 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 doctor, doctor. No, it doesn't have to be that way. It has to be first of all who is mm. leading both of you. Well, well, well. Oh my God, you've said so many profound things, like so profound, so profound. I think if if I'm going to paraphrase, and if I understood you, it's it's saying purpose fulfillment in marriage is you know like if that person is is impacting your life in a way that uh, constantly refines your character to be like god then you're actually fulfilling purpose together um i think you can probably ask Hello? my husband he might have he might have more um articulate ways to put what i have just said but yeah basically i think that's like you trying to define it but what I'm just saying in simple terms is purpose fulfillment uh, is a couple yes, coming yes. together to obey God. Every step okay, of the way. Okay. My dear. Uh, so, Mr. Victor, do you have anything to add? Hello? <clears throat> can you hear me? <clears throat> yes, Hello. I can hear you. Okay, so I was saying, what yes, do I have I, to I, add? I, I, she has eloquently spoken. My wife is, uh, my wife now spec last night. Oh. Oh, you have to know this. <laughs> just, she has, yeah, no. <clears throat> yeah, of course, now you say we love now. He's rightly dividing the word of truth. What you need to, what I will just, if I paraphrase what she has said, she, it's very simple. Mm. marry someone or should i say pray that god gives you someone that is able to that mm. would allow you that will allow you to fulfill god's purpose do you understand for you no that's, that's the song marry. Mm. and like she said god's purpose okay. for you is you living in god's will for you at every point in time mm. i think that's that's right. it so much but I mean, I mean, okay. my wife wow. said, trying to make sure that the thing is pressed down, shaking together, and running over. <laughs> Seriously, it's really running over. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, Mr. Victor, let's start with you. Did God exceed your expectations, like in terms of you know your the qualities you found in your? wife like did god exceed your expectations <laughs> yes <Yeah>, so <laughs> because you know that time that time that paul said for now we see as though we are seen through a glass but soon <laughs> we shall know as we are known oh my yeah okay. see this thing <laughs> no really like jokes apart like it's then i was just like uh I want to see. I always like to use illustrations when I talk so that you can understand what I'm saying. Like it is, you are seeing it. So, um, you know, when you go to the market bar and you want to buy a bag of rice, there's that thing they put inside and then bring out like a few grains and then you see it and then you're like, okay, this is nice. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Like, you just take that as that's like testing. So, that's how it was when we were cutting. But now it's okay. the unfolding. 
Mm, it's sweet. Why do you sweet? Forget. So every day, yes. <laughs> to answer your question, yes. Like every day I'm seeing new things and I'm like, the other day I was just <laughs> she did not know. I was just looking at my wife. I'm like, ah, see that's you know, I said he's a wife. God is good. He has done me well. Oh my soul. Rise up and praise the Lord. Thank <sighs> you. My fine wife. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not even saying anything. You're not saying anything now, babe. I'm just blushing. <laughs> you should blush. <laughs> okay. Um, before I continue, let me give room for anyone that has any question thus far. Like, thank you so much for being here all this while. You can ask your question if you have any before we continue. We are about to round up. A few minutes from now will be done. Thank you for staying. So anyone with a question that you'd want to ask uh, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Victor? Hello, nobody. So we are free to continue, right? Yes, I there's a question. Okay. I have a question to ask. Okay. Okay. Please go on. Okay, my question is good evening to everybody in the house. So good evening. My my question is. Let's say you have this friend, you're just friends with him. Or as a lady, you're friend, you're friend with a particular guy. You you both are very good friends. Like you've come a long way, more like a bestie. And then with time, you came to realize that you have feelings for him and not just carnal feelings, deep feelings. And you feel led to him. In same vein, he feels he feels he has this feelings for you too, but he's restricted. He's kind of pulling back from from showing it or from uh, going further. Probably because he's yet to hear from God and he's not financially brilliant at all. So my question right now is, how 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 does one? Uh, like balance it. I don't I don't know how to put the question, but you have other suitors coming, but you feel like this is the person that is for you. But that person that you felt is the right person for you is yet to take any bold step. So what in this case, what are we expected? What am I expected to do? Okay. Yeah. Please, well, Mr. 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 Question, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. As a question. Okay. Now the question is. Let me just paraphrase the question. So I'm sure that I got all the facts. Both of you are friends. You are best friends, and then feelings develop, and these feelings are not eph ephemeral. Like they are deep running feelings. And you have acknowledged your own feeling, but he's yet to acknowledge his, or both of you have acknowledged the feelings, but there are other setbacks. 
Miss Chiso Maide. Yes, I'm here. Yes, yes. We both acknowledge the feelings, but he is, as a man of God, he's kind of restricted. He wants to, I don't know, he always say he wants to hear directly from God, even when he feels like he's being led by God. But he needs other, I don't know what other, whether signs or what that he's waiting for. And then you, you're very sure that this is the person for you. But he's delaying, and there are other people wanting uh, to, let's say, marry you or something like that. There are other people there that are ready to marry you. But you know, these people are not for you. And the person you believe is for you is not just ready. He he still wants deeper confirmation. Okay. Um, now let me let me say this. If you are convinced, and I am saying this because I am assuming that this relationship is under the tutelage, it's under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you are convinced that this is the person, but this person is saying he's not yet convinced, the truth of the matter is that I would say don't push. Now, I had my conviction, right? Very way earlier from my wife got hers, and I told her that this is my conviction, and she was saying no. But I held on to my own conviction because I was sure. Another thing is that you have to be sure if it's a conviction you have, or if it's what the Holy Spirit expressly told you, you have to be sure that this is it. Why I say you have to be sure is don't walk with hunches don't walk with hunches you have to trust god to lead you now if you are sure you need to wait for him to be sure don't push him or else he will run away like he will run good now that's one and then secondly when he has his conviction when he has gotten his conviction he will come because like i like i would let me still go back to my wife and myself i got mine she hadn't gotten hers I told her that this is my conviction and she vehemently opposed it but i still waited now even when she got hers and she was not even sure that i was even still in the race do you get she told god that hey, i've heard what you have said even though i think it was out of her she was trying to stall i've heard what you have said but he, he still has to confirm this thing that you have told me by calling us by reaching us or something and as God would have it, God led me that day to play taco. And that was how everything clicked. So God does not utter confusion. If he has given you that conviction, you wait. When the time is right, God will give him his own conviction. And then you watch everything play out. It will be like him. Okay. And if I'm going to add to what my husband has said, because he gave that response and he said something very, in fact, that thing he said is the highlight of that conversation. Assuming both of you are submitted to the leading of the Holy Spirit. If you know that what you are feeling is feeling, it's not Holy Spirit. Was I'll just tell you to be patient and take it to God in prayers. And if he says, he wants his own conviction. You have to, my dear, see a good man is what waiting for. That's just what I'm going to say. This is from a lady's perspective. 
right? Because you're saying, oh, men are coming, this, 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 this. Another thing is that if you know that maybe you are this kind of person that you will be urging, urging, you know, because we are different in this life, oh, and everything that you, you know, some people are going for Jeep, another person is going for Salunka. I don't know if you get it. So his life is your choice. If you know very well that what you desire is something solid, it's not that you just want to settle for just anybody, then you must be ready to be patient. But if you know that, no, God, the one I want now is that I must marry this year. If I don't marry this year, me and you, we have issues. <laughs> because you know, that, that's, that's, I know it's funny, but there are a lot of people who fall out of faith because maybe, you know, so you, it's good for you to know where you are at, right? Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. And I'm going to ask that you guys surrender this relationship to people that are mature. If you is a pastor, he has a priest over him, or you have a priest over you, please surrender the relationship. Speak to somebody consistently because this question you're going to get here now, uh, yeah, you might hear one or two things, but the feelings that will be coming to you as regards this man and his own uh, response might make you feel like this man is not even ready. So please, I would advise that you seek consistent counsel in somebody that is spiritually higher than you, a spiritual authority. And I pray that God leads you to such in Jesus' name. It's very important, really. Amen, amen. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, someone just asked, how long can she wait? Like, how long should she wait? Because some will keep ladies and then end up being with someone else. See, please, in waiting, then is need for clarity. Okay? That's why I, I think my husband asked that question. Both of you have affirmed your feelings. You know, some people used to tell some people I love you because they are feeling pity for them. Don't ever be in that category that somebody is loving you because of pity. Somebody is loving you because um, this girl is a good girl. Oh, chai. Uh-uh, she's so good. That's not, that's not a good reason. That's not a good foundation for any relationship. So some guys will not want to tell you it's not going to work. Are, some guys, it's their own inadequacies. They don't know how to tell a lady no. Please don't, as in this thing called marriage or serious relationship, and don't treat it with kids' glove. It's not something for us to be doing your your about. I don't know how to explain this, but I pray the Holy Spirit will help us. So know what it is that you are waiting for. Ask him clear questions. Okay, you say you're certain. Are you certain that about me? But you've not gotten your confirmation from God. He said, no, I've not yeah. gotten my confirmation. But what is God saying? Is that God is silent? God, and if you guys know that, if you are certain that God is silent, people should not do bestie, bestie, all those things. I feel like it colors relationships because you'll be blocking your ears with emotions. At the time God even wants to say something to you, you might not even hear. Because sometimes that's not, some people say God isn't speaking, but it's not that God is not speaking, but your ears are blocked with emotions. So if you know you really want to hear God, I always tell people the best way to hear God is don't come to him and say, I already have A and B. If you say, I don't have, what are you giving? That's when you can, it's, that's, you know, it, it's a lot clearer that way. So please know where you are standing. Don't decide now that you're waiting for a man that is not waiting for you. Do you get, it's really important that you both know that you're on the same page. If you are not convinced about being on the same page, my sister, Redefine that relationship so that both of you can, can see clearly. So if it's for something that you have to move ahead with your life, you move ahead with your life speedily. Same for the guy. You're speaking to a lady. She's doing you back and front, back and front. This is this and all of that. If you have your convictions, you're trusting God, you can wait. Hold on. Trust God. Believe, right? And the length is not something that I can say is one year, two years, three years. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know really, I do not know, I cannot say, but as far as you have that conviction in God, when you wait on God, you are not waiting amiss. But if you are doing waiting that is inspired by the flesh, that is the one I did not send. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for answering the question. Miss um, Chisom, are you okay now? Has she answered your question? Have they answered your question? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I have a question from what you said, Ma. You said uh, you talked about besties and all. So I would like to ask, do you think it's um, like should I say a non-negotiable to be best friends with someone before you marry them? Or it's something that you believe like you can marry this person and then in the marriage your friendship grows to that level of being best friends? I think it's not a one size fits all. You be best friends with someone and you marry them or you get into the marriage and become best friends. I and my husband, I was very certain about the love we had for each other. I loved him so much. We had the whole motion feelings and everything. But see, my husband was not my best friend till when we started a few months to our wedding. That's when we started getting that serious friendship and all of that. So I would not say that if I want to say something, he was the first person that I used to go to, even though he was the first person I did desired to go to them but i did not have the skills or the know-how to build friendship with my husband at that time because we were so different right so friendship requires skills um but the most important thing i would say is it is important to befriend who you marry it's very important you need skills if you have the skills before you marry the person great you both should build on that friendship because that's the sweetest too like i mean what are you going to be doing in the marriage if not that you just you talk you just be friends you play around you do things that you genuinely enjoy and all of that so yeah that's it there's no one size fits all so people will say if it's not i want to marry my best friend and all those things sometimes they're just emotional statements if you have skills if you know yeah, how to live with people if you know how to if you can understand a person what interests this person and you know vice versa friendship is built right friendship is built so there are some people that the, the connection is automatic you just click you know there are also some people that it might take a bit of time but you know you love these people and they love you, you are certain have you not seen men who they they like a woman so much but in the presence of the woman they don't even know what to say they don't but give them with their guy yeah. guy they just talk expose themselves just the way they are so those kind of people you are not going to say and eh, because he's not my friend he doesn't even know me you know he genuinely cares and genuinely loves you but you would need to know how to make him feel at ease in your presence or if it's the other way around so friendship is built that's basically what i'm trying to say and there is skill to developing friendship and it is essential it is expedient but there is no rule that says if you people don't have that bestie bestie in quotes <laughs> and trust me bestie bestie is not this one that there are people that are doing bestie bestie and cheating on their bestie with another bestie man. so those things are at the part of that. okay Ah, thank you very much. Wow, like I feel like <laughs> I'm not letting you people go, but okay. Um, I think three more questions and we are done. So okay, you've not you've not answered one question, ma. Your husband has answered, but you haven't. Did God exceed your expectations in terms of you know expected qualities? 
I'll just use a story. When I first got married to my husband, like the first month of my marriage, I literally had to call my friend and tell her that I'm scared. Is this how the marriage is? I thought people have been saying marriage is hard because I don't get what's going on. And like, like I had to like, I'm like, see, maybe, maybe, maybe if I give time, I will see all the, I will see all the problem. Maybe I should just, maybe I may calm down. My sister exceeded, skyrocketed. <laughs> It, it God God see. <laughs> what I mean, I don't even know what to say. It I don't know what to say. Really. Like I have no I don't even know what that like. I'm telling you, like I'm like sometimes I just I'll just look at you. I'm like my God, as in, I would have missed you like this called <laughs> I Just thank God for everything. Mm. God exceeded my expectations. So exceeding self is not even doing the world for me. He super exceeded it. Oh, wow. So, um, I guess you are saying you didn't at any point regret letting God into your love life and, you know, surrendering your love life to him. I did hear you. I said, so it, it's safe to say you didn't, you know, or you don't at any point regret letting God into your love life like surrendering your love life to him because there are people who are hesitant when it comes to surrendering their love lives to God. They feel like God is just going to give them someone they don't love or someone, you know, maybe they are not attracted to, you know, all these things about God choosing life partners for people. The more you know God, the more you know that that's not even a possibility. You know, it's, it's a, when you don't know somebody, you have misconceptions of the person. You can say uh, Lizzie is white when Lizzie is actually black because you don't know Lizzie. God wow. has thoughts and plans for us that we supersede our expectation. There is nobody God will give you to marry that when you marry the person, you not feel as if you are suffering or there's something that you have missed out on. I don't know how to explain it. Right? I really don't know how to explain it all that. But the best thing that can happen to anyone is to surrender their love life to God. I always say this, right? And I, I probably would um there's I think this is something you should pick out of this meeting. I tell people that the way God has been relating with you as a single, the way you you know, some people when it comes to giving um making decisions, they make their decision, then they tell God to bless it. That's how it will be for marriage. Yeah. If you've mm. never been living a completely surrendered life before, don't just, <laughs> now you want to marry, you're not going to meet God and say, boom. That's where you'll be going to prophets, for prophets to see future for you and tell you her son is your husband or Lukman is your husband or whoever, you know. And that's not the will of God. So it's a relationship that you have cultivated prior because marriage is not the ultimate. Marriage is not mm. the ultimate so the ultimate is first of all the relationship that you have with your maker with your creator even when you die even if you and your husband die together i don't think you're going to be before god at the same time i do not know because i know that judgment is is a personal thing i don't know if we can really get this thing so some people they don't carry god serious so when you reach time for marriage boom our father in heaven we magnify your name we bow. it's not like that that's not how it works so God is bigger yeah, than marriage. <laughs> Thank you. God is bigger than marriage. It's not the marriage institution. He founded it. He formed it. He's the best person to lead you through it. But that's not all there is to God. You'll be belittling God if the only place you see him is marriage. That's the truth. Mm. 
Wow, wow, wow. Oh my God, I'm getting so blessed. Thank you very much. Okay, Mr. Victor, are you still with us? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, so uh, can you can you tell us how your sexual purity journey was like while courting? You know how you overcame sexual temptations and all. Is it is it possible for me to answer like first questions because I know very well that he's trying to do something right now. Please, <laughs> let me just yes, exactly. he's, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh babe, can you go ahead? Is it can you can you go ahead? Yeah, I'll just very brief so I can uh... so yeah, it was very simple. Actually, God helped <clears throat> God helped us because we had um we had distance. We had distance because we were not um like in the same we're not in the same state most of the time. While we were cutting, mm. yes, good night. So we were in, and then um, that's where God helped. But then when we were together, the first, um, the first time, the first stint of our time together, mm. God actually helped us because mm. I mean, you fear God. That's the first one. Like you fear God, and that fear of God in you keeps you from messing around. And then secondly, as you fear God, you also have respect. For your partner. Now I tell people that if you do not respect your partner, you would not see that need to keep yourself sexually pure before marriage. Because mm. you would like, okay, let me come from my own perspective, like how I saw it. I respected my wife so much that I wouldn't even so much as kiss her. Not that the urge was not there. Like if it's for the urge, forget it. That's first since that we were seeing each other almost every other day. The urge was there. But I mean, if I look at her and the spirit of God in me, but when I look at her, I'm like, ah, if I kiss this babe now, she don't spoil. Like so she was like pristine. Do you understand? Like she was pristine to me. Like in my mind, I'm like, if I kiss this girl now, she don't spoil. Do you understand? Like that was how <laughs> I had yes, like. Sir. If I do anything out of the this thing now that ah she has spoiled, she will not now be on that pedestal in which I've placed her. But I think when God said we should be pure before marriage, God actually knew what he was doing. It's just that now these things have become bastardized, everything has about it. But I mean, you if you love someone, if you genuinely love someone and you are led by the spirit of God, but I know that. If you genuinely love someone, you just want them to be pristine, no matter what, until, until you have tied that knot in the presence of God. Very important. Okay. okay. Miss Miss Queen, over to you, ma. You can answer. He, he has he actually he has answered it. That's that that's what it was for me. I'm, I like I was. I was really about honoring God with my body. I was, I was an arm. I've always been very much about honoring God with my body. And my husband, eh, see, is one of the reasons why I respect him so much. That's why I just love the fact that he's a man under God. It makes things a lot easier. So he's not the one that you are telling the person that 
babe, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that. <laughs> it was not even, we didn't even, I don't even think we ever had, as in, as in, you just know that you, as in, as, I don't know how to explain, no. <laughs> you can't even lose God. <laughs> really, because it was just like, we're keeping the this check and stuff. But yeah, God helped us. God helped us. I'm not even going to lie. God really helped. I thank God for the, for the space because me, like I told you before, I'm, I can be pretty emotional. But God really came through. That desire to mm. please God. As in, I know what, I know what you say. You know, that let it be that we were sharing that first kiss. They've already said, you know, you are now. And that was really how it was. That was how it was. And yeah, we give God all the praise. We give God all the praise. Okay. So that's it. Okay. So how has, um, you know, staying sexually pure during country help, help you in your marriage right now with regards to sex? See, <laughs> why are you asking that question? You can answer first. <laughs> um. Well, see, I just first off, when few weeks to our wedding, few months to our wedding, we had uh, premarital classes, and in premarital classes, you get access to certain books that can genuinely help you when it comes to lovemaking and everything that God has planned for the matrimonial bed. First of all, you begin to even understand what sex is. It's not the way the world has bastardized it now. Sex is not kiss and run. I just feel somehow, you just want to, can I just kiss you? And then I kiss it. There is actually so much more, you know. So in reading those books, for me, I got enlightened. You know, I got enlightened. And I'll just say that we learn every day. It's been very much fun me the, i don't know the experience <laughs> i would not it's a new experience it's just like how it is when you're getting to i don't know walk or run or do anything new but it's been fun you know i always say it, i think that was uh was it pastor maybe it's pastor kingsley i'll be pastor my dr masbury that said when you say this person is not doing this thing well the question is in comparison to what i don't have anything to compare yeah. so to the glory of god yeah. everything that i need to learn is still fitted to this man that the Lord has given me to spend the rest of my life with, and vice versa. Mm. I don't know if you get. So my desire is yeah. to please him, and his desire is to please me. And it just makes everything beautiful. I can't even explain it because you, you know that this thing is beyond just satisfying your fleshly. It's not a fleshly thing. We've bastardized, and this world has really bastardized what God has made love making to actually be so it's not a fleshly thing like see it's beautiful necessary i don't know how to explain it's something that can only be experienced more experienced than spoken about it is beautiful so you can allow mm-hmm. husband he would also he would also maybe speak from his own perspective and all of that yeah yes sir can we hear from you please uh my wife has actually done justice to that because i mean <clears throat> it's beautiful actually when you're doing something with someone both of you for the first time and like it's a, it's a learning experience for both of you yeah it's a learning experience for both of you sorry i'm actually trying to uh, let me just Okay. Um, just give me a few seconds. Okay. 
Okay, okay. So um please if you have questions, note them in like five minutes, we'll take them. So Ma, what do you have to say about marriage in general and your advice for those who are single, dating, or married? Marriage is God's plan on earth for we, his children, to not just enjoy companionship, to also enjoy fellowship, to understand what he craves to have with us as his children. So when you are running after being with a man or being with a woman and you've not understand, understood what it is to be married to your creator, you are, you are cheating. You are first of all a spiritual cheat. You are not loyal, but you are looking for a man that will be loyal to you. You've not been faithful to your creator. And then mm. the desire of our hearts, we want that perfect man, beautiful girl, godly woman and all of that. While we can pray you know, and trust that God is going to do all of this, but if there's one thing, the first thing that happened to me when I started cutting my husband properly, like we're cutting and everything, is that in, a, in my relationship, I started having a, a deeper revelation of who God is. And this is not okay. Because some people will be like, when you talk marriage, carry God come out. Anything that anybody sells to you about marriage mm. without God is cheap product. It's less quality, low quality, very cheap. It's not the real thing. So mm. I'll just say it the way I know that it is. What marriage has done for me is, as in, I am understanding submission. I am understanding what it is when God says the thoughts that I think. Because there are some times whereby my, my, what I want is not what my husband is saying. So when you hear some women say, and that's why it's good to marry under God. Who do you, you know, um, Pastor Midred said the first point of choice, God gave it to the woman. Are you going to, are you going to choose a fool to be your head? Are you going to are you going to say yes to a man who is not a fool? So when you choose a fool to be your head, you not say all men are this, all men are that. No, that's not true, you know. So in marriage, for me, I, I, I man, I don't know. I just it's 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 it, it, it makes me see how much God yearns to be in a relationship with us, how He loves us, how He wants to spoil us, how He prioritizes us. You know, the way my husband loves me and how. How the things he brings out of me, I see it in my relationship with God. So I see marriage as a picture of what God has with us. It's just like God is using marriage as that small drama, you know, and then raising godly seed, mm. godly children. So if you don't really know God, marriage for you, you'll be using it. You think it's a social institution. You just use that as father, mother, children, and mm. it will be basic. It won't be deep. You won't enjoy it. It won't be after a while. You'll be like, okay, I married the man. What next? You are looking for something else to move on to. There's nothing fun. There's nothing. So you see, that that foundation needs to really be solid first. So that's what I'm going to say to single ladies wow. out there. It's most important for you to connect with your creator first before you start looking to connect with a son that he has created. If you don't know the one that created the man that you want to marry, how do you think you'll be able to marry that man? <laughs> I don't even know how to say this thing, no good. If you don't know the one that created the man you want to marry, how do you think you're going to marry that man? At the end of the day, now you might be complaining that this product is not working well, this product is fake, this product is not what I expected, but I thought I expected versus what I got, and all of that. Right? So it's really important that we patiently, is a journey of patience, but it first of all starts with desiring that, okay, God, today I follow this, this thing they say is you. Patiently, one step after another. Yeah. When you have it right with God and you come into your union with Christ, your marriage will be a marriage of purpose and you would see it impacting lives effortlessly.
Oh, wow. Oh my God. You said so many profound things this night. Like powerful. I'm I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Mr. Victor, can we have you now? I think he's still like he's, he's trying to yeah. Oh. Then one last question I would okay. answer it and then he would answer. Just note this question that you asked now, talking about what to say to you know, except this is the last. Okay. Yes, this is the last actually. But we can take questions from the audience before he comes back. Please, if you have any question, you can ask or mute yourself and ask. I would also appreciate feedback from us. How has it been so far? I can see Glory. I've heard from her, Regina, Nelly, Ariel, Comfort, Voke, Samuel. Has it been so far for you guys? Have you learned something? Uh, it was just joined in. Welcome. Is there something you've learned? I would like for you to write your light bulb moment. What was one thing that struck you? I missed everything that was said. Just write it on the, um, on the Telegram group chat. I just pulled that out. This was my light bulb moment. This was the one that struck me the most. All of that. So I'll, I'll be looking out to reading it. I want to see what your light bulb moment was. Or was it that? Struck you. So I think, I think it should be good. Okay, Lori is typing, Samuel is typing. You, you can also speak. You can unmute yourself and speak too. Okay, I think we can you can go ahead now, Nasi, and ask him he's here. Okay, okay, mate. The questions I asked you were actually the last one. So it's Mr. Victor we are waiting on now to round up everything. Yeah, he's here. He's here. So you can ask the question. Okay. Okay. Mr. Victor, welcome back. So the, the last questions are, what do you have to say about marriage in general? And what advice do you have for those who are either single, dating, or married? 
Okay, yeah, marriage in general. Marriage is actually it's a lovely place. Like, I mean, things are easier. No, legit, no jokes. Things are easier in marriage. But then I wouldn't want mm. it to be something that you want to rush into or you want to delay not getting into. So you just have to wait for mm. the timing as God leads. And then my advice is quite simple. If you are dating, keep it pure. Any marriage, any marriage that is not based on purity. Uh, I'm not God though. I'm not judging anybody. Just so everyone said, ah, this guy just came now and said, but I mean, it's, it's actually like, even God said it, it's, it has its own the word blessing now it has its own like is this atmosphere in your marriage that you will have that is just this you get you circumvent many things there are many things that people go through i feel that people go through a lot these days because of how they laid their foundation trust issues this one is not happening i thought it was going to be like this this one and that one, all this one because you don't get sense before now. As you have eaten <laughs> apple, <laughs> you have eaten apple. Adam, Adam, where are you? I am naked. Auntie, uncle told you you are naked. See, you give you up. <laughs> so yeah, you begin to know things that you shouldn't have known, and then you begin to ask questions that you wouldn't have asked before. That's one side. And then again, I want to also point out that. <clears throat> And that we are all human and mistakes happen. So it's not like when it happens, you can't have a blissful marriage. No, that's not what I'm saying. God can still make all things beautiful. But I mean, it's best to stay and wait for God. If you are dating, then if you are not dating, I would advise, like, Nasty will say that she's not dating, but she has, um, let me not, let me not go there. She's not the one on the, okay. So, if you are not dating, when the time comes for you to date, still get these things I've said in mind. But then, like I say, everything, everything you're doing, this applies to every sphere of life, whether it's marriage, whether it's a job, whether it's your school, whatever area of life, you just have to make sure that you are under the auspices and you know, the Holy Spirit. Very, very important. Whatever you're doing, you're dating, you're not dating, you're waiting for someone to friend you, or there's one girl you're eyeing, you want to go and ask out. See, even flows, Holy Spirit, they give flows too. <laughs> you forget that thing. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand how the Holy Spirit works. Holy Spirit can give you flows, you know. Yeah. And then for girls too, who get approached by several guys, you know, like my wife now, she doesn't have enemies, in quotes. Well, me, I have plenty. If you do any out today, I block you straight up. I don't miss, I don't, I need to miss out. But she will tell you that you don't know this man. God loves him. You just have to keep on praying for him. I say, pray for pray for him, but still block him. But she doesn't really block anybody. So, yeah. So, the Holy Spirit can still help you as a gift. When these guys come around and you know that this one is not from God, we'll give you those words that you can use to reject him respectfully and you will not hurt him for life. Because I mean, some guys have been battered and broken because of some people in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
God will help you to say the right thing for you. And the one is the right person. I'm a very practical person. You know? I'm a very practical person. For those who are not dating and those who are engaged to be married next month or next month. That one is special session. Hit me up in my DM. Let me tell you. And for those who are married, I have one child or two children. Mm. I don't have a child yet, so I will refer you to someone who have children. So what is the number? Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sir? I have someone for you. <laughs> we'll talk about that in private, sir. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Just leave me now so hard. <laughs> Thank you very much for honoring my invitation. Like, wait, okay, I just want to quickly to... answer this Regina Laden's uh, question. Just before okay. we wrap it up, we've already like tomorrow is Sunday. She says, "How can someone cope with a long distance relationship?" Regina, a long distance relationship requires skills, but the foundation of a long distance relationship is two people who are committed really committed mute me two people who are really committed all right so that's the that's the foundation now when both of you have decided that this relationship must work you'll be able to sacrifice all the necessary sacrifice including your data to make video calls back to back your airtime these things are important you have to communicate you have to be able to understand because sometimes you are in your house feeling as if this person is neglecting you and the person is probably at work or in the market or struggling through a particular point and you know it's 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 a, there's a lot of clashes that happens in a long distance relationship because you guys cannot exactly tell what is going on with a person part time so communication has to be hyper and really heightened you have to express yourself don't assume anything you know and both of you that's that's where it starts from have to want to make it work and i always like to say that a long distance relationship should have an end in view it should not be forever long distance relationship you guys are going mm. to get married when when are you moving to his house when that is that of course in terms of marriage right or when is it is it he's abroad when is he coming back these things have to be spoken you can't be doing long distance relationship that does not have the end till the Lord finds a way. That's not that's not planning and that's not even you know wisdom. So it's very important that you both know what it is that you're saying. That okay, this thing is this is where it's ending. Because if not, you're going to be putting yourself at great risk, actually. Really great risk. So I don't know if I've been able to answer that. Yeah. Yes, you have said a lot, Ma. And I really appreciate. Sha, it has not been easy because seriously, right now I'm into a long distance relationship and there's a lot of challenges that I've been facing. Recently, it was 
okay, it was normal, but ah, now the journey has been tough, like a lot of misunderstanding. So I'm just confused. Seriously. Can you hear me? It's normal, right? Um, uh, yeah. I she said a lot of things have changed, so she's just confused. It's normal, <laughs> right? It's totally normal, right? It's it's like a long distance. Is you're navigating a curve, but I want to make you say it again. You have to be sure that your partner is interested in doing this with you. Don't be the only one. It's not easy. It, uh, it was Pastor Mildred said the relationship is like when you're frying two eggs. If you pull one egg and put the other one, the other one is bad. Both eggs are bad. It's both of you that needs to paddle the boat or the canoe, right? So you have to be sure that this person is still interested in this and he's ready to make it work. And that thing is backed by convention. If your conviction for each other is not strong, what I didn't hear. Sorry. Okay. What What is the challenge in your Just, distance? Okay. My husband is asking. What's the challenge exactly in this long distance okay. relationship? Uh, recently, there was no issue, but after a while, a lot of calls, like uh. I heard a lot of friends say he cheats, even though, yeah, I know it's not good for me to accept that. That network. But from the moves that he's making, I don't know about the A lot of things that's changed. So I don't kept quiet and then I hear his face. And recently, he's now back. He's telling me that he don't longer understands me, uh, what's going on with us. So I told him that he started it because I don't know what he was doing. Like, everything about him changed. It's not like before. We used to make video calls, even in the morning before he goes to work. Like, a lot of things like that. Okay. Um, yes, sir. Um, you guys were close before you were in the same city. I'm trying to um figure out what I understand. And then suddenly someone moved. Who moved? You moved or you moved? I moved. Okay. And then he changed. Yeah. And you know that he changed. How did you like if he stopped calling regularly I, or someone yeah. told you that they saw something? Or... No, he, he stopped calling regularly. We don't chat often like the way we used to before. So my friends, my sister, have seen him with a girl. And then uh there was an incident that happened. So that make me start suspecting him. Okay. And because he posted it. Of him and a lady. So he blocked me, but he took the screenshot that my sister did. So I was asking him, who is this person? Because 
you have never like even for once introduced me to this person as your friend you now started giving me excuses like uh she's his friend uh her, her uncle wanted to know her friend a lot of excuses that i don't even understand okay. i seriously i react to it i was very mad like uh-uh you posting your picture with someone and the picture was like as if they were engaged because they were wearing on native it was like a pre-reading picture. I was mad. He said, sorry, what? I said, uh, Regina, let me, let me stop you there. Okay. When he puts that picture up on his status, he, did you say he blocks you? He's fine. I let go. And suddenly, everything else started changing. I was complaining. I... <laughs> yes, sir, he did. He blocked you from seeing it. Is the guy, is the guy a Christian? Yes, he did. Is he a Christian? Yes, he's a Christian. Okay, okay, that's good. That's actually very good. Uh, you see, when yes. these things start happening, yes, uh, sir. he has blocked me from seeing the picture and all that and all that. See, my wife might disagree with me, but I'm a very practical person, and God will help me. To say as it is, she says that I say it as it is. I don't assume that. You know that I said that before. What I would tell you is that if you run, <laughs> I'm not. You know, it, it might sound funny to you, but at this point now, just run. <clears throat> Your voice stories in the future. <laughs> yes, I'm listening. You don't enter into or remain in a relationship where you are. Uh huh. Okay. Hello. Despite okay. the yes, I gave him gap, and now he's back. I gave him space. Like, let me just ah, uh, since it's a long distance relationship, even though we have been together for a very long time, since we are no longer close to each other, I understand some little little things may occur. So I gave him space, and now he's back again. The uh, he's sorry. I don't Regina. like the way I'm behaving with him. I understand. Uh, I change, ma. Big ma. Time, right? This boy or this man is being is playing with All your right. emotions. Okay. Can you hear me? He's playing with your emotions. Let's just call it what yes, it is. Yes, ma. So, um, um how you carry yourself okay. is the way somebody will carry you. You are too valuable for somebody to be hanky yeah. panky with you. You cannot start a relationship with somebody who is not entirely honest with you. It's going to continue when even if you marry that person. Except you're trying to say that this is the kind of person you want to stay with and you want to... Else, I'll no. tell you that don't allow this... If he's coming back to tell you stories, if he's actually serious, you would know. Right? You would know. It's not going to be yes. an emotional uh, kind of situation. Everything will be very clear. Okay? So, please okay thank you Narcissi. thank you so much ma okay thank you very much ma. thank you sir thank you thank you thank you thank you for bringing my invitation i believe everyone that joined was blessed thank you very much yes um sam please can you help us close with a word of prayer In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, we thank you for 
this evening. Thank you for the blessing of um, Sir Victor and Mrs. Quincy, and thank you for their experiences, and thank you for how far you've led them thus far. Thank you for the blessings that you've poured on us this evening. We ask for the King of Glory that you help us to not just see and let us walk with it to also arrive at that point where we are proud to say that we have a godly relationship in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, the King of Glory, you grant us the heart to stay with that which is your will for us. So be with us, but we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, Margaret. All right. Bye. Thank you.